Hello and welcome back to the Clients and Profits Feature Cast. My name is Phil and I'm your host as we explore the many features found in Clients and Profits that help you work smarter, faster, and more profitable. I'm joined again by my co-host, Cindy Weston. Hello. And special guest, Heidi Leonard and Andrew Nelson from Advent Packaging. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about Advent Packaging. Well, a little bit of our background is that we actually started as a broker. So we had no printing equipment when we started, but because so many clients need to have printing in-house on staff, we started with equipment, started bringing things in little bits at a time so that we could be more um, adaptable to our clients' needs. And then as a result of adding printing equipment, we had some people that were in the business uh, working with advertising agencies, a lot of spec reps out in the field that decided they wanted to join forces with us. So now we have a full staff of people that really cater to advertising agencies and their clients in the field of printing, packaging, ad specialties, fulfillment, kind of all under one roof. And you've been around for a while. We've been around for a while. Nice. Uh, What is your history? I mean, you've been in the printing industry for how long? We originally started in 1986 in Orange County under another name. That's when uh, Clients and Profits started. Cool. Oh, that's right. No, we figured we had a lot in common. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just because of changing names, changing kind of our focus, uh, we relocated down here to San Diego six years ago and decided to have a name change. We're now Advent Packaging, which means good things to come. Right. So hopefully that'll be something that people can remember. And what we're really focused on is trying to find uniqueness in what we do, not doing the everyday things. Um, trying to find unique printed products, unique packaging, unique promotional things, rolling that all into kind of a, a one-stop shop where people can get a something out the door that really wows people. You know, not just that one thing. We mm-hmm. don't focus on one thing. We focus on something that's really a like the full package. The complete package. package. Yeah, exactly. cool. it take, takes a project from the very beginning to the end result. And I just want to add, I actually met her at the AIGA right this last AIGA so I just wanted to, that was cool that they they also support the AIGA no, so absolutely. I just wanted to point that the out the Y conference yep. yeah, yeah awesome. down in San Diego you know the, the funny thing is that when we've talked to other printing vendors and I you know kind of slap myself a little bit because I kind of see that the way we're headed with new media in, in regards to uh, iPhone and the iPad and, and digital media and the way it's delivered. And right. then you see, if you go to LA and Hollywood area, there are LED billboards now. Oh, yeah. So not even printed. Correct. Right. So I immediately start to think, well, and books are going to the Kindle and things like that. And the printing is, you know, going out. But then something like this comes along where I start to realize we're always going to need packaging. We're always going to need that. There's always going to be a need for packaging. Displays. And, right, stuff just, has to ship. Stuff has inserts. to be presented. <laughs> right. It all, I mean, there is going to be always a need for packaging. At what level, whether it's at a wholesale level, at the retail level, or at the promotional level. Right. right. You know. And so, yeah, things like uh, marketing, things like printing on USB drives. I mean, right. there's always going to be a need for that stuff. Correct. And now I think it's gotten even uh, sharper in regards to marketing because some of the things that, that these are giveaways that you're always going to have, things that you'll be able to use forever, like lip balm. I was yeah. at a golfing tournament long ago, Let and they, they gave out lip balm. How long does that last? A couple right. of years. Right. And you're going to have that, and it's going to have that company's logo on it. Sooner or later, you know, if you haven't already made that leap, you'll make that leap. Correct. And, and so the printing technology allows you to print on more substrates, different surfaces. So you can print on, you know, the different plastics, different polymers, paper. 
With higher quality printing, Absolutely. too. Yeah. And with better inks, mm-hmm. you know, environmentally better inks, mm-hmm. water-based inks. Instead of all these heavy solvent-based inks, they've developed over time between whether it's uh, you know a pad print or however we're going to be able to print on the different stuff. So yep. it's come hugely It's changed advanced. a lot since 86. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. immensely. Talk about the... Um, I know, Andy, the, the new thing that we just introduced uh, last week at the APLA in LA. We're working in, in the same vein where you're talking about billboards going electronic. And what we keep trying to look at and what most advertising agencies are looking at is how can you get your client or their customer, whoever it is, to interface more um, with electronic media. In other words, if, if you've, got, you've developed this great website and mm-hmm. you're doing this promo piece, you're sending it out, you spend a lot of money and time on this promo piece. How do you drive business to your electronic side? Whether mm-hmm. it's a, uh, an RSS feed, whether it's you know, your Facebook or your Twitter or some website or some special thing. Mm-hmm. Well, in Japan, they've been doing it for a while. It's the, it's the quick response code or the QR code where you're able to take your cell phone, as long as it has a camera, scan the image, and it'll take you to the website. Oh, wow. So now you've got your promo product that has this unique barcode on it that takes you to a website that either introduces them into the product, tells them a little bit more about your company, does something, so now you have some interaction. And like you said, as long as they can keep the promo piece, such as lip balm, or using a QR code, what's going to take them, now you've got people more interested in the giveaway, if you will, or the the ad specialty item. So instead of just the chapstick right instead of just the chapstick <laughs> or figure. pen or <laughs> right. here's a pen or a right. keychain oh that's nice great yeah <laughs> it's amazing how you can how you can use this technology you mm-hmm. can put this technology on mm-hmm. aluminum water bottles to drive people to a wellness site mm-hmm. if you're a company that's focused on wellness you can use this on recruitment tools that you're giving away at college recruitment fairs to drive them to your company site to tell them about what you're offering for college interns mm-hmm. or you know new employees it's just something that is so revolutionary that most people haven't heard about right that you know now with all the technologically advanced tools that people are using like iPhones and Blackberries and all that type of thing and people love to be able to have something that draws them in that they get to play with and actually you know have more hands-on feel right right it's very revolutionary I think it's uh, a good direction to go mm-hmm. it is and as long as people just like anything you have to utilize it and you got to update it and you got to do something with it you know you the old days when you know everyone introduced their www dot you know and that was the big thing and they right. threw it up there and okay it's just a static thing well everyone's attention span has gotten so short that you can't just do something static. It has to constantly be evolving. So if you're going to use a QR code, it's a quick response. In other words, you got to quickly do something and it's got to have some meaning and it's got to constantly be changing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just, and same with print. I mean, everyone's looking for new and unique ideas and changing ideas. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's a real important, I think, part of the whole marketing puzzle as you're trying to market or brand yourself, your company or organization. Well, that kind of brings up one of the questions I had. So hmm. because you deal in so many different medias, <laughs> so many different things that you have, right. what is one of the most unique pieces that you've done that you've seen, like maybe a piece that most people don't even think about doing, but that you've done and it's brought tremendous response for the companies? Is there any 
recommendations you can give people like don't forget you know we don't just have pens or or you know the the flash drives there's so much more out there that you can do and personalize for your company other than just cups because that's one right. thing that we talked about when i saw you right. at the aiga for me it, it it's when when we get to work on a project that is all-encompassing mm -hmm. that it may deal with a mailing piece it may deal with some electronic piece and then it may deal with some promotional or some event that they're that they're having that mm -hmm. they need um, something creatively built. Um, so you're looking at designing not only the packaging that the product or the giveaway is going to go in, but it's going to have a printed piece. It's going to have um, some electronic part to it, whether it's you know building the website or mm -hmm. some other aspect to it. But as far as uh, trying to think well, of some of the two, wilder ones. Two actual pieces that we've completed. One, three years ago, which still stands out in my mind and gets a lot of attention, mm -hmm. is we actually designed a style guide. Style guide. We, dis we worked with the oh, agency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The agency did the design and then asked us to put the components together. It was um, a project for Cartoon Networks very for one, cool. of their, um, one of their new cartoons that they came out with. We actually worked with a company in Austria to have it produced because you know you have to really kind of go outside the box when you're having things like this done. Mm -hmm. This whole combination of gels and bubbles and things injected into um, a case. A clear acrylic case. Never, no one soft. has so ever really seen anything like it. Uh -huh. But when you have a style guide and people, you want people to be drawn attention to look at that, pay attention to the guidelines, and right. they wanted to make sure it wasn't something that sat on a shelf that people right. didn't right. grab. Something they really wanted to look at. Right, that this is our style guide. This is how we want to be represented. Don't just put it on a shelf and think, oh yeah, we got to think of that type font. Well. Now it's something creative that they can keep on their desk because they can play with it. So longevity, obviously, is important to it is. being successful. Yeah, because usually in I mean, when you develop a style guide, it's a style guide right. that's supposed to last you know, for a long time. A long time. <laughs> We're not planning on changing these unless there's some dramatic thing. Yeah. So it's important that you think, how is this product going to be used? And since it was a style guide, it, we want it on people's desks. And right. when somebody has something on the desk, like in most advertising agencies or any place, they like to play with it, or mm -hmm. it's got to be visually appealing that I'm right. going to want to see it. And otherwise, they'll shove it in a drawer or back in a filing cabinet somewhere. So one thing I've I've at least learned from being in the business uh, since '86 as well. I'm a long timer. <laughs> You're stuck in that. I tell you, is that a lot of times, and we kind of talked about this too, Heidi, is that a lot of times people don't aren't aware. They just come to you for one little tiny yeah. perspective. Right thought process and if if the company they're using is involved in the whole process yeah. the creative process the production process and the printing process you get so much more um, knowledge behind it obviously because you guys have been in the industry a long time yeah. too but you get uh, different variations that they might not think of just giving you one piece here do this right. and that's all we expect of you yeah that's always our dream bring us into the creative meetings right it, you know you know, when you gets down to the end and you hand us a project, that's great too. But mm -hmm. if if we can get upstream more and then bring in some of because the I don't think they think about all the knowledge base that they're missing right. by not doing that. If right, it's like you in. need to know the vision right from the very beginning, right. so you can actually help them get to that vision. And we have the tools and knowledge and vendors and different things that we've done over the years that you know we can bring to the table as well. So, right. what do you find uh, being in the industry you guys have been in that if you could tell agencies? <laughs> In a best case scenario, <laughs> and in a perfect, world, a perfect world, this is what would help you 
work with us better and we could work with you better because obviously it comes down to the the deadlines and the oh, money yeah. those are the two the things two that are only things. that those are the only things that are important what can you recommend for agencies that work with you or clients that work with you that you seem to come at, come up a lot like problems that come up a lot or things that you could solve if they just would do this this is going to be a long conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you just had some ideas, because again, I'm trying to educate you know be yeah. it, educate myself and learn more, and also help other agencies deal with their vendors in a better way. Obviously, we just talked about one way is to to bring you into the creative process and the production process, not just the end piece. Right. It, go ahead. I think one thing that's and I did this twice last week, and I think it really had very good results. But specifically with ad agencies that are now dealing with a lot, and this is becoming a very big segment of a lot of people's marketing client base, um, are pharmaceutical and medical device companies, especially in the San Diego area. Mm-hmm. There's been a whole new set of codes that have come into play, AdvaMed and Pharma Code guidelines that are really seriously impacting the way they can... Um, what they can say. Yeah, how they, they can, can market, say, what they how they can, can market at trade shows and things like that. So... I have gone out to several agencies and said, what can we come in and do for you? Kind of more educational, um, a lot of people call them lunch and learns, kind of mm-hmm. an old term, but still I think more valid now. I think with the economy kind of taking a little bit of a turn, they're allowing more time for educational things to kind of, okay, what's happening out there? Let's learn things. Mm-hmm. And we were able to sit down with all the account executives at two ad agencies and say, what are you running up against? What's information that you can use? Aside from those things, like when something actually comes in-house, we always say that having time for a project is so important. Yeah. You know, that's, that's probably when I would tell anyone, coming in with a rush job, it happens every day. You're going to lose money, and you're going to miss deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> miss deadlines, lose money, Or you're money, not going to get the look mistakes, or the, yeah. the, the material that you want. Yeah, That's I just I think that we were just talking a lot about that this morning. It's all about communication. Mm-hmm. You know, it's communication, learning. You know, we really want to be able to exceed people's expectations. Right. So how can we do that for you? And it's hard when they have expectations that can't even be met. Too, you know, exactly. like, that's how we had with uh, some of our clients. It's just it, all we were doing is putting out fires. All we were doing is rushing, and when you rush, you don't proof it as well because you don't have time. Right. And yeah. we lost money, we missed deadlines, and the clients were mad anyway. So right. at that point, I, I kept train, trying to train the RAEs in a different way, saying, you know, let me see if we can do it in that time. But then they go back and say, no, to really do this job right, which is what we want to do, this is how much time we need. Because it's better to be done right than wrong, and you don't like it anyway. So exactly, and it, and it goes right back to kind of the basics of a project. You know, the ad agent, the ad agencies have a client that mm-hmm. has they have expectations. Are the expectations to be using specialty papers, um, specialty techniques? You know, special die cuts, you know, mm-hmm. metallics, foils, all that. We all want a project to look like. A million dollars right but do we have a million dollars to spend on the project right because if you're going at it thinking you want it to look like that and then you're realizing that there's no money to have it or you want yeah like that. you want it to look like that but you only give them a dollar <laughs> right everyone gets disappointed it's that yeah. old adage champagne taste on a beer budget right, right. that's right. a tough thing to try to pull out right Bring right. up some of the issues that you run into with with printing files and things like that what oh, are some yeah. common issues that you I, have you know with with Agencies and people that have been in the industry for a while, you don't usually run into problems with that. 
we still every now and then someone else will send a, f a file without the font. I mean, basic stuff. So support files. Yeah, for it. Mm -hmm. they're not they're not attached, or there's an image missing, you know. And we proof everything, but still, you know, you're kind of like, come on, it's a right. basic font, or and you know, it's, it's some weird font that we've never seen or never had, and it's right. not included in there. And then we have to track down and try to get somebody. Okay, they need to find somebody. Where is this font? We need the font. Make and that sure can delay you days sometimes. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. So, but then you make have to make up the time for it, right? Right. That way you, right. That's their, their, deadline, their deadline doesn't change. I'm wondering that. if this isn't why you see Helvetica everywhere. Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and a nice 12 point. Right. You know, or they come up, that's the other thing, they'll come up with this really small font and they want, you know, on this huge piece and it gets buried and you're like, well, you realize that you're not going to be able to see that or it's going to come across on this substrate really bad. Mm -hmm. And then they'll want it on some heavily recycled board so you have a really nasty surface to print right. on so that even makes it worse so it just yeah we run into interesting issues and i mean substrates is a whole nother thing they'll hand you you know a piece of material oh this is what we wanted on you look at it, okay that's great and then you try to find this material or it's a material that you've got to order such huge quantities from the mill that it doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Comes yeah. from the East Coast. Yeah, it's and it's only run on the East Coast. Then I'm going to get it over right. here. Comes from Germany. Yeah. but they don't want to pay extra. No, no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, extra. we've got something close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they don't even make it anymore. Yeah, that's the other well, thing. Well, another thing I notice sometimes that happens is a designer will design a piece looking at the paper. Or oh, looking yeah. at their screen. At their screen, that's But the then thing. to put it on, like, put it, wrap it around an end cap, you totally right. lose, like, all the visual was centered off to the right. left or something, and you don't see it unless you're going around the corner. Or, or it's whatever. on a semi-opaque surface, and they said, well, I used PMS 342. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted. Well, we can't print PMS 342 on that, because if you do, it's going to be much lighter. So we right. have to go heavier. So I'm going right. to have to use this, but that's not what I want. I know, but if we show <laughs> you what it looks like, so you end up going around in circles with right. some of them that don't understand right. that printing on different materials may not we may not be able to use the color you want it'll look like it but you'll we match it but right. using a darker PMS. this goes back exactly. to something you were saying earlier about being there from the very beginning so when these things come up right you know they won't be issues later you can right. say look if we do it like this and you want this kind of material that's right. not going to work right yeah so that's if you get in there early yeah yeah if ink you can draw downs that's the other thing if ink you can do ink draw drawdowns downs. on the substrate what the hell's that <laughs> That's always the big thing. You know, you can do all the proofs you want, but what really works are ink drawdowns. That's where you actually do an ink swatch on the substrate. So you present it to them. You say, okay, here's what it's going to look like on, you know, a, a coated clay white or a coated, you know, one-sided, and you do different ink drawdowns on it. So they can actually see just the ink. Literally, it's like How a it smear covers on, on that. Oh, that's awesome. On that sample. Yeah. So it, we do that a lot. It's a very, I have a... Yeah, Especially I have a in packaging, that's up in Los Angeles who does. doesn't want to come down to look at those things. So we have the ink drawdowns done here, and then we send them up. So that's another thing we talk about rushes and time. Mm -hmm. You know, if they don't want to be on site to allow for the day or two it maybe takes to get the sample up to them, but that always works really well because they have a particular type of paper they like to use, a particular right. type of weight. They have particular PMS colors, but we're not always sure what it's going to look like when it's actually done on that paper. And that's a good point, too, because when people are designing things, like you said, they're looking at it on screen, they're right. not seeing it on the actual thing, right. and, and you might be stuck to that design, so until you actually see it on the different properties, people might even change their mind because, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes it strike right. and pop, whereas this one, not so much. Right. So really can make a big difference. Ed it educating. It mm -hmm. does, on the different substrates. You know, yeah. They may print it, like I said, on recycled stuff. 
But then on their other stuff, they want it on some virgin paper that right. is going to look totally different. Right. How often will agencies allow you to come in that early? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. Not, not very often, no. but I, I have a few clients that I've had for about 10 years. That they start talking early on on a project mm -hmm. where their client is talking, okay, we've got this yeah. trade show coming up and we're going to be doing this promotion that we need to have in, you know, 1,500 hotel rooms and this is what we want to do and they'll, they'll help us with that or bring us in in the beginning so that we can kind of... We did. We had a really fun project two weeks ago <laughs> that was a door drop uh -huh. and that's how a lot of agencies are kind of getting the message out before the trade show actually mm -hmm. starts to drive traffic. Mm -hmm. And this was a very complicated uh, door drop because of the guidelines that are in effect now with the AdvaMed and Pharmacode mm -hmm. thing. And we tried all sorts of things and it required printing on bags and doing metallic um. wraps and some things and didn't clear work. Printing and on clear plastic and frosted plastic and it if we hadn't had the time yeah. to try some of the things beforehand, mm -hmm. we would definitely have not yeah. met the deadline. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice. They called us in at the very beginning. And well, it's amazing good. how that works because even for the APALA, we just had postcards that we had here, and the postcard is the same graphic design as our booth. Right. And so uh, Mark had me sign them and say, come see me at the APALA and sign it. And sure enough, you'd be surprised they're walking along with that card, and they'd go, okay. that oh, matches the booth. Yay! Yeah. They came over just to say hi. So <laughs> It's a great way to get I mean, there's all these creative ways to drive traffic to your booth. And if you're already spending the time mm -hmm. to be there, it's a nice thing to have. What about recycled paper? Do you guys use a lot of recycled material? We do. Different percentages. Uh, again, it's going to depend on the look and the feel of, of what they're trying to go for. If, if, if they want a higher recycled content, um, you can. It, it also affects the without getting too much detail, the size of the fiber of the paper that's being built. Uh, so you're limited, you can be somewhat limited on the type of printing you can do on it. Mm -hmm. Others are looking whether they want post-consumer or, or pre-consumer, whether it's you know waste from the manufacturing process mm -hmm. or is it waste from people's recycling. Right. You know, so. So they'll actually specify that. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That we want it, we want it, you know, after the consumer has used it. So we want to post consumer that they've used it and it's recycled. You know, it's great that the mill recycles their paper, right. but I'm more concerned on the other, other end. Other end. Huh. Yeah. Um, but the other, the other area that we find ourselves more in is more project management. Mm -hmm. You know, that yes, we have the expertise in printing, fulfillment, um, and the promotional side, but we find ourselves more as... Um, looking at the overall project and mm -hmm. managing the project. As agencies have shrunk right. and the skill levels... You guys levels, have more responsibilities. We do, mm -hmm. because they just don't have the people anymore mm -hmm. to manage that stuff. So they've got the creative people, and they're like, okay, you have to run with it. Mm -hmm. This is what we want. This is how we want to do it. Here's the project, and they'll, they'll present it that way. So you do the marketing and the account service and the production. Has, has, has the downsizing of a lot of agencies made things tougher for you? It, it it depends. Some of it depends how the agency is downside. If they if they're bringing in like young talent because they've got the creative side, right? They're coming up with amazing stuff, but the technology or the technical side to hand it off may not be there. So that's where we've got to do a lot of hand holding and go. Okay, we need this and this. Or they've been in on the electronic side and you know doing web development and on that, and then suddenly they're asked to do a printed piece. Mm -hmm. 
what format do you guys want it in? Well, what can you give it to us? I don't know. What do you want? And you play this <laughs> right. game back and forth. Do you have Illustrator? Do you have <laughs> Adobe? What, what have you got? Right. You know, and so it, it's all over the map. But yeah, downsizing has been interesting. When new versions of software comes out, like so the new uh, Creative Suite 5 will be out soon. Right. Do you have to get yourself up to speed on those programs? We do. Yeah? We do. So and there's always something to learn for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And somebody will find some attachment or some flash or some weird thing, and it's like, what does that do? <laughs> Hot. You know, suddenly their art isn't working or their, their image isn't downloading properly. Well, they've attached it this way or they've done this thing. So and for agencies that are uh, really small and don't have maybe the creative staff to actually execute everything they need to, can they turn to you for creative as well? Or Absolutely. do you prefer just to get it? No, we, we've done, file no we've done some modifications. You know, once we get involved in it, then we really get involved in mm -hmm. it because now you're looking at you know our creative side and, and what right. we need to have to right. offer. And we do that. We do. So it's for, you offer that service. Oh, we try to keep really up to date on all that kind of stuff because we have yeah. a lot of people send things in that don't have it. I mean, we always prefer to get it perfect. Right. AI, right. EPS, right. vector outlined with everything in it, but doesn't come through that way. So for a lot of clients we've done business with for a long time, and you've got someone new on board, right. send it to us the way you have it. We know pretty quickly if we can fix it or right. get it right. And, right. you know, that's just kind of a, we'll take care of it. Sometimes do you find it easier if they just send you a press-ready PDF? Or is that not something you care to do, uh, deal with? Oh, no, we'll, we'll take that. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll, we'll look at that. And, and also, you know, on our proofing, how we're going to do it, whether it's going to be an actual uh, press proof or it's going to be a virtual proof or what type of proof they want that also kind of comes into play too and how we're going to get the artwork too so I would just make one comment about internet competition on the promotional side I have a lot of clients who because we're talking about downsizing right put a lot of effort into finding things on their own on the internet especially in the promotional products realm and I just want to say that there's a lot of really robust software out there, um, some of the systems that we have bought into, so that when people need to find things quickly in a certain price range, color, theme, um, anything like that, material, it makes it really easy for us to find things that they are looking for as opposed to So you to could spending. save people a lot of time oh, searching yeah. because you already have the right. contact. Or yeah. I, I see a lot of people spending a lot of time, even after they go home from work, mm -hmm. and will send me things, and I can just picture them. It, sometimes it can be a blast mm -hmm. to be spending lots of time. But after a couple hours of looking for the right pen <laughs> <laughs> with a triangular <laughs> imprint area with a certain size, it gets to be a little bit time consuming. So I always say, let us try to, we want to do what we can do best so that we can help you do what you do best. That's a right. good saying. Nice. That's true. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> and we're Advent Packaging and Promotions, located in Vista, California. These lulls kill me. They get low. I think we're done. <laughs> so do, can, you, can you guys say your um, company, your address, your phone number, and your website for, sure. for our clients? Absolutely. We're Advent Packaging. We're located in Vista at 990 Park Center Drive in Vista. And our website is adventpackaging.com. And your phone number is? Our phone number is 760 -599 -9917. Heidi and Andrew, thank you so much for thank coming today. Thank you very today. much. I'm so glad you fun. came. It's really thank nice. You. We it's really appreciate fun. it. Now do we get to play with your software? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Free software for everyone. Yay! 
Cindy, thanks. Thank you, Phil. My name is Phil. This has been the Clients and Profits Feature Cast, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.